You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. And that's right, Saturday morning leading up till noon, and that's when Anita Marks comes your way, and she has a bevy of guests today. A, a bevy. I, I could read you the guest list, but it might take us right to the end of, of my show today. Actually, you know, I'm going to read to you. Connor Rogers joins the show at 1230. Um, what's it, what's his name? Uh, Seifert. What's his name? It's not the head coach, George Seifert. It's, is it Kevin Seifert? Right. Uh, we'll join at 1 o'clock. Cynthia Freeland, who's a staple of Anita's show, will join at 1.30. Uh, her mom will join, uh, for some reason, at 2 o'clock. And then at 2.30, Joe Wiz gives his gambling breakdowns and updates on Anita's show this afternoon. So from noon to 3, you got to be locked in with Anita Marks here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, tomorrow at 4.30, we know you're going to be locked in, and that's the Giants and the Vikings. And listen, we can sit here and we can analyze it till we're blue in the face, and turnovers are going to be key, and Daniel Jones' running ability, and what Saquon is able to do, and you know, can the Giants pass the ball as effectively as they did last time? And can they slow down Justin Jefferson? And it feels like Thibodeau is starting to come into his own. I mean, you pick and choose what your what your X factor is with the Giants tomorrow. But the bottom line is this. These are two pretty evenly matched teams. And people say, well, the, the Vikings are 13-4 and four and the Giants are 9-7-1 and Minnesota's home. And they only lost one game at home all season long. Minnesota, I'm sorry. And again, I, the Giants could certainly lose this game. It felt to me, feels to me like Minnesota did this with smoke and mirrors this year. This is not a 13-4 and four team. They never should have won that game in Buffalo. Right? If you go through their schedule, it's like, oh, they got lucky. Oh, they got fortunate. Oh, they, they shouldn't have won. Oh, they, I mean, they, they trailed, what, 33 nothing at home to Indianapolis? I'll tell you what, though. Giants could get up in this game 27 nothing in the third quarter. I, I will, because they, they, you say whatever you want. You don't love this team. You don't like Kirk Cousins in the 4 o'clock window. They have weapons. Adam Thielen, who it feels like is in the, on the other side of it, is a weapon. TJ Hawkinson is a terrific tight end. This KJ Osborne is a good player. And then, of course, the, the weapon of all is the elite receiver in the NFL, and that's Justin Jefferson, who's at a, just a different level. And Dalvin Cook is good, and Madison is good, and Cousins is good. They have a, they have a lot of weapons. You're going to have to score points tomorrow. You're the Giants. I, I think you're going to have to score 27-plus points to win this game, would be my guess. And, of course, we don't know. We can analyze it till we're blue in the face. Go out there and win the game. Aaron in the car. Good morning, Aaron. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Morning, Dave. Shout out to the company. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Aaron. What do you got here this morning? Hey, so you, you, you've been a big part of my Saturdays for, for years now, dating back to the, to the Jake and Ty days. Um, I just, you know, I just wanted to say that as sad as I am that you're leaving Saturdays, you know, I'm happy for you as a person, getting your weekends back, getting some time back with the family. And you well, know, as I, I will as tell I you this that. honestly, Aaron, and this is sincere. I love the Saturday show. I, I honestly, I, I love doing the show. I love kind of the freedom and, and management has been great to me. Take it in any direction you want. But it's just, I just with my kids and they're growing up and they have so many sporting events during the weekend. I just I, I, I can't continue to do it. And I, and I think management was very fair in saying if you're going to increase your responsibilities during the week, which we've done on six to ten now, Monday to Friday, 
we're going to we're going to relent and, and give up on the Saturday. So that's what we've done. But I leave you with Dan Grassa, who, like I've said all morning, is probably better than me. No, Dan Grassa does a really good job. And He's like terrific. I said, you know, as well as I do, that myself and the rest of the company are going to be locked in to watch you and the rest of the four horsemen continue to crush it Monday through Friday. Six to ten, six to ten, six to ten. <laughs> Love you, Dave. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, I thought we were going to get some giants there, but I, I appreciate that. Let's go to uh, Paul in Long Beach. Hey, Paul, you're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, good morning, Dave. How's it going? It's going great. I'm so excited for this weekend. I'll tell you what. Longtime Jet fan. I was 10 when they won the Super Bowl. That was it. I've enjoyed every Giants Super Bowl run since then, especially when they, when they beat the you-know-what out of Brady, that one Super Bowl game. Oh, seven, yeah. You know, essentially, oh, my God, that, that was amazing football. Um, I am rooting so hard for the Giants. I think Dayball is the perfect coach in this very scenario. Whatever the doubters are and all that, I'm feeling very strongly about the Giants. I just want you to know that. Well, I, I, I hope it translates from how you're feeling to what actually happens on the field. But, I, you know, and this is what gets me nervous, Paul. Thanks for the call. The, the more confident you get, because the Giants are not great, right? Like, if you were for a great team, if you were for the Buffalo Bills, you go into this game tomorrow and you're, you're supremely confident. You have no doubt that your team's going to win. You feel great about it, and, and there's probably very little nerves. But with the Giants, it's like you feel good, but, right, you feel good up to an extent. Like, there's, I mean, let's be fair. You wouldn't be remotely surprised if we got to tomorrow night at 8 o'clock and the Giants were, were out of the postseason. This is going to be a very difficult game. And, again, that's a good foot. The Giants are a good football team. Minnesota might not be that good of a football team, but the Giants are not great, right? The Giants are not great. The Giants, the Giants could easily lose this game, but you, you got to go out there, and they've been good about this all year. You can't turn the football over, so that's for starters. No, no turnovers. Okay, you got to win this battle of special teams, and you got to get to Kirk Cousins, and that, and that, and that to me is the key. And make Minnesota one-dimensional. We'll shut down that running game. Get pressure up the middle on him. See, that's the beauty. Is you got Leonard Williams who's really good. Dexter Lawrence, who's at a different level right now, up the middle. And then you get the outside rushers of Ojolari and, uh, and Thibodeau. So the Giants do, you think, might have some answers for this. But you know they're going to send guys. Like, this is not going to be passive. We'll send three. And no, 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 no. They're going to blitz Kirk Cousins. And the question is, can you get to him before he unloads it? And if you can, and if you hit him, and if you hit him early, you can completely take him out of his game. And I, would you be surprised if Kirk Cousins got picked off three times tomorrow? I would not. Let's go to uh, Tom in Jersey. Tom, good morning. You're next up on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. How you doing today? I'm doing great. What's going on, buddy? Excellent. Huge fan. Listen to you all week. You guys are great. Love the new time slot. I just have a quick point and then a Giants question for you. Sure. Just to try to instill some confidence. In uh, each of the last five years, the sixth seed has beaten the three seed in the NFC wildcard round. So it's a huge, huge boost of confidence for us Giants fans. And uh, secondly, my question to you is, outside of Barkley and Jones on offense, who do you expect to step up and make plays for us to try to keep up pace with Minnesota's scoring potential? I really – well, first of all, I think Bellinger can be one of those guys because I think he's a really nice young player. But I look at the guy, and it's amazing to think about that because they picked him up in the middle of the season off of waivers. Hodgins, he's good. He's a good player. There's a reason the second he became available, Joe Shane snapped him up because he knew him. He knew him from his days in Buffalo. Go to Steve in Jersey. Hey, Steve, you're next up on 98.7. Hey, 
Hey, what's up, Dave? I just want to say um, thank you for all your service. And uh, now it's just like pretty upset because my boss asked me to work Saturday. I'm not really going to be looking forward to it because it's like I get to hang out with Dave on Saturdays, you know, cruise around and stuff. But now you just took the hair out of the balloon and it's like, oh, come on, you know? Well, I'm okay, really going to miss you. Gonna have, and gonna I just wish nothing but the best. I'll, be, I'll still listen to it on the weekend, uh, weekdays, but I, it's, it's such a gone, man. No, I'm I'm sorry, and I'll, I'll miss you as well, Stephen. I miss everybody on Saturdays, but you're gonna have Gross, and he again, like I've said all morning. Thanks for the call. He's better than me. He's, I mean, Dan is better than me, and um, and I'll be there Monday to Friday from six to ten. It's not like I'm going away. I'm not dying. I'm not going to another planet. I'm just gonna not be with you on Saturday mornings anymore after after the Giants are done, which hopefully will be another month. Right? Hopefully that's gonna be a long time. All right. You know we have now. We walked you right up to it. The frenzy. So there's a big one. This will be the last frenzy you hear before the Giants postseason game. So what is what does that in fact mean? Spell it out for me is what you're saying. Anywhere you want to go. I mean, this is this is not garden variety wild card weekend. No, 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 no. This is super wild card weekend. You got the two games today, you got the three games tomorrow, and you have the cherry on top Monday night. Hopefully the Bucks beat the Cowboys. So wherever it is that you want to go, you want to go Giants, you want to go Ravens, you want to go Chargers, you want to go Cowboys, you want to go Eagles, there is no wrong answer. It is a super wild card frenzy. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you Saturday morning, 98.7 ESPN. Hi, mate. How you doing? <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, here we go. The football frenzy super wild card weekend. 1-800-919-3776 on Twitter at Rothenberg ESPN. We go rapid fire. We move quickly. But you know the one rule, and really the only rule. It's hard and it's fast, and that is get to your question. No. All right, Dave, going to miss you on Saturdays whenever it is that you're done. No. (laughs) No, right to your question. In fact, Joe Leo, would you like to show the people how to play appropriately? Sure, please. let's go. Okay, go. Who has more pressure on him this weekend, Brandon Staley or Mike McCarthy? Oh, I got to be honest, you're not great, but that's a really good one. That's a really – Brandon Staley, tons. McCarthy, tons. More pressure. McCarthy. Because I think Brandon Staley, because that ownership group is weird. I think Brandon Staley can have a competitive close loss and still live to see another day. I don't know that he does, but I think he can. If the Cowboys lose this game tomorrow, this is an absolute abject failure. Monday, whatever whatever day it is. All right, McCarthy. Staley has a lot. McCarthy has more. Let's go. uh, Let's go quickly, rapidly. Anthony Mailchuck. Anthony, go. Cutamari Trash, the team that you would never want to see in a Super Bowl. Cowboys, Giants. I mean, Cowboys, Eagles, <laughs> uh, Redskins. Commanders. Uh, so the team, well, here's the question, though, for me. I guess the team you most don't want to see is who you'll marry. So I will trash Washington. 
It typically is whoever's better is who I dislike more. But I will cuddle Philadelphia, and I I don't want to see any part of Dallas ever in a Super Bowl. And let's be fair, the way it's trending, I think I'm in pretty good shape. Paul Jersey Frenzy Go. Who is quarterback for the Miami Dolphins next year? Tua Tungavailoa, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or somebody else? I'm going to say Tua, but that's with the caveat of health, obviously, and then I'll go with Brady. If, uh, how about this? If it's not Tua, it's Brady. Uh, Rob Stinchfield wants to know on Twitter, and of course you can get involved in the frenzy on Twitter, at Rothenberg ESPN. Over, under, three and a half sacks for the Giants defense against the Vikings. I'll say over. I think they're going to get to him. I think they're going to get to him a lot. Let's go to uh, Spencer in Northport. Spencer, you're on the frenzy. Yes, Herbert or Lawrence this weekend, who has the better game? They're both so good. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, I, 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 he's just gotten better and better and better. I think, I think they'll both be very good. I'm going to go with Lawrence. I like Jacksonville to win the game. So because of that, I'll say that Lawrence has the better game. Rob in the Bronx. Rob, you're on the frenzy. What team will will Lamar Jackson play for next year? You know, I, I get it that everyone seems to think he's going to move on, and I don't think that's an awful take, but I'm not going to sit here and give you a team not named Baltimore. So I, I stand by it. I think he's a member of the Ravens next year. I wouldn't be stunned if he wasn't, but now you're starting from square one. I mean, when he's there, see, what, what strikes me as the most strange is why did he ever not put the appropriate receivers around this guy? His favorite receiver is Hollywood Brown. You trade him away. Right? Yeah, you have uh, Bateman. He gets injured. Really, the only guy. I mean, look at the receivers on this team. It's Mark Andrews, who's terrific, and their receivers are all absolutely awful. So why did you never not build properly around him would really be my question. All right, 1-800-919-3776. We'll get you right involved in the frenzy. Chris in Jersey. Chris, you're on. Irrespective of who wins or loses, which quarterback will have the higher quarterback passing rating this weekend, Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott? Well, here, here's the thing. You say irrespective of, of who wins or who who cares? I mean, we're, 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 we're that shallow that it's like, okay, well, the Cowboys won and the Giants lost, but the QBR from Daniel Jones was higher than Dak Prescott, so he had, no, if your team wins... You win. It's that simple. And I find it very difficult to believe that either the Giants, specifically the Giants, but the Giants or the Cowboys do not, you know, don't win this game and that that guy doesn't play well. Like if the Giants, there's no way the Giants are going to win and you're going to be like, eh, Daniel Jones wasn't very good. If the Giants win this game, Daniel Jones is going to be a huge piece. And I think I think the same thing with the uh, with the Cowboys as well. Although I think that Cowboys defense can can make some waves. Um, Greg, GMNY Sports says, highest and lowest scoring games this weekend. I I'm going to say the Ravens-Bengals is the lowest scoring game. I, I just don't, I, I think the Dolphins-Bills is going to be pretty low scoring too. Because, I, I mean, how many points, if you're Cincinnati, how many points do you need to score? If you're Buffalo, how many points do you need to score? You know what else could be low scoring? I think Cowboys-Bucks uh, could be low scoring. Highest scoring game? Giants. I think you get well into the 50s and the Giants and the, uh, and the Vikings. Today is going to rain, so you're not going to see a lot of points. Um, yeah, I think, I think definitively Giants most, I'll say Ravens-Bengals with the least. Let's go to uh, George Clifton. George, frenzy, go. 
Better underdog pick today. Either Jags plus two or Seahawks plus the nine, nine and a half. I actually like both the underdogs today to cover. Um, that way, so first of all, Seattle knows San Francisco so well. And granted, San Francisco is the better team. But I think that I think Seattle covers that number. And I like Jacksonville to win outright. So I'll, I'll say Jacksonville would be the better pick. But I really like both underdogs in this game today, in these games today. Uh, Kurt, Boston. Kurt, you're on the frenzy. How likely are the Giants to get either D-Hop, Ayuk, or even Devontae Adams in the offseason? Uh, I, don't, I don't think they're likely. I, I, I can't sit here and give you specific guys, but I will sit here and tell you that the, the, the Giants receiving room next year, I promise you, will not be Richie James, Darius Slayton, and Hodgins. I promise you. Uh, let's go Jason in Jersey City. Jay, you're on the frenzy. Rodgers hinted at leaving the Packers. Where does he end up? The Packers. I think I think there is nobody in the NFL that loves hearing himself speak and being involved in the, you know, where is he going to wind up conjecture more than Aaron Rodgers. I think he loves it. He, he gonna, I mean, he's going to stay there because it doesn't make financial sense for them to move on. And truthfully, they're pretty good. I mean, right now, looking at it, and we know there's going to be an offseason where things are going to happen and a draft and all that stuff. But right now, you could argue that if they have the good offseason, Minnesota you don't love. Chicago's not going to be great next year. Detroit might be on the rise. But I still stand by that Green Bay has a great chance to win that division. Um, Justin Knight, who just, he loves the Falcons. Has Ritter shown enough improvement each week to make the Falcons draft a defender with the eighth pick? I don't know. I'm right there on the fence. I'm right there on the fence. I would say no. I don't believe that's the case. Eddie Long Island. Eddie, you're on the frenzy. Depending on output for tomorrow's game, who are you franchising, Barkley or Jones? Thanks. Uh, I'm franchising Barkley because I'm not giving Barkley a four-year deal. There's no way I can give a, a running back who's got that much injury on his body already four years at $65 million. I'm sorry. I love him. I'm not opposed to bringing him back. I can't pay him like that. So Jones, I mean, you got to figure that if Jones has now become what he's going to be, why would you be opposed to having him for two, three, four years? You wouldn't, so that's what you do. All right, blow it that Harv. Very nice. Very well done. 1-800-919-3776. Why don't we open up a little bit? Obviously, the Giants are still the topic. A little bit to the Jets and, and to the Knicks as well. 1-800-919-3776. As we bring you down the home stretch on this super wild card weekend. Rothenberg with you right here on uh, 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. I don't understand the point. Why, why are you bringing Zach Wilson back? Now, maybe they don't. Maybe this is all a, a big bruise and a smokescreen and we're going to move on from him after the season, but... What is what is the point? You you think you can salvage the kid? Well, if you can salvage the kid, now I would never suggest bringing him back as the guy. But if you think you can salvage him, now you're going to bring in uh, uh, like, like Jimmy Garoppolo. You're going to bring in Derek Carr. You're going to bring in God knows who. He's never going to play. He he can't hack New York. And I I've heard someone. Well, I mean you you just you don't drive down Broadway and find guys with that kind of arm. And, and you don't give up on guys two years in? No? You don't? Did the Cardinals give up on Josh Rosen in one year? And what did Josh Rosen turn himself into? Did the Raiders give up quickly on Jamarcus Russell? Sometimes he just he doesn't have it. 
And you want to say the Jets didn't didn't coach him well and didn't didn't stand by him appropriately and put him right out there to start game one and did the same thing with Darnold? Sure. But if you think that Zach Wilson's going to turn into some something at best better than a mediocre quarterback, you and I look at football completely differently. I've seen nothing, less than nothing from him in two years so far. And the Jets have told you we feel so, we have such a lack of confidence in this guy that we can't start him in the week 18 game that means nothing to us. In fact, he's part of the future, right? That's what they told you. We're not getting rid of him. He's part of the future, but we will start Joe Flacco, who's not part of the future. Why? And Joe Flacco was awful. Why was he awful? Because he is awful. Because he's done. But we're gonna we're gonna stick with uh, with him over Zach Wilson. It makes it makes no sense. And this idea that next year is not a you better sure as heck get into the postseason. Oh my God! If you're the Jets and you don't get into the playoffs, and again, and I've said this before, it's not that hard to get in. Now, the AFC is good. AFC is better than the NFC. But you, almost half the conference gets in. And you can't get in ever? You're 7-4. and four. Then you just stop scoring touchdowns, and then you finish 7-10? and 10? And you don't think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on Robert Sala? Come on. you got to be kidding me. All right, let's get back to it. 1-800-919-3776. Mike in Lake George. I love Lake George. Good morning, Mike. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, Dave. I love Lake George, too. Well, you uh, live there. I, I go to visit you. there usually about once a summer, and it's a great place to hang out. It's uh, it's great in the wintertime when it slows down a little bit, and it's uh, you know just you and the, and the family and the lake. Um, but uh, I wanted to get to the Jets. Um, I've been a lifelong Jets fan. Do you see a scenario where Cliff Kingsbury, former New York Jet, is, is a viable option for them at offensive coordinator, taking a step back from being a head coach, retooling himself to focus on offense, I got to tell you, Mike, um, you know, that, from, from the Jet from the Jet standpoint, I don't hate that idea. I think Kingsbury's a really smart, very innovative offensive mind. But I, I look at Kingsbury, maybe I'm wrong, that he's going to go back to college and be a head coach in college rather than be an assistant in the NFL. But we'll see. I, I just think in my dream of dreams as a Jets fan, you package him with Lamar, who is a significantly better version of Kyler Murray, and, and maybe you have a recipe there for some success. I mean, if you packaged Lamar and Cliff Kingsbury and you couldn't succeed, I think you have a major problem. Right? I mean, if, if, and thanks for the call, Mike. If you package Lamar with anybody, I mean, you, you need to structure the offense towards Lamar Jackson, undoubtedly. But if you do that, you should have tremendous success with that defense. But again, you're mortgaging, you're mortgaging the future and you're, you're going to spend a, a hell of a lot of money. But this is the first time and. Somebody called earlier and said this is the first time you kind of get the feelings that maybe there is some so a dissatisfied you know feel to what's going on in Baltimore. Maybe they do move on from him. You know what's interesting? You never used to have a quarterback carousel in the offseason. Right? Team had their quarterback and come hell or high water, they're not moving on from that guy. Now it's like, no, we'll move on from him. Derek Carr threw for what, 40-something hundred yards and 23 touchdowns, and they couldn't get rid of him quickly enough. Right, he didn't even play the last two games, and he still had a tremendous season. They couldn't move on from him quickly enough. Aaron Rodgers might be available. Lamar Jackson might be available. Daniel Jones. Now I don't think the Giants let him go, but he he could be available. Like think of the quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo, guy that led his team to a uh, a Super Bowl appearance and was this close from winning the thing, might be available. Probably will be available. 
it's a lot of talented quarterbacks that that might hit the open market. 1-800-919-3776. John in Jersey. John, hi. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm a really big fan of the show with Rick in the morning. I, I only you. started listening to it recently, just as you guys are moving over, and I listen to it almost all morning long while I'm at work. Oh, that's great. Well, we, we greatly appreciate it, and uh, we're on 6 to 10 every weekday morning, so, so you go nowhere. You stick with us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, on the ESPN app. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so, so tomorrow... I'm a big-time Giants fan. Mm-hmm. I've raised my kids right, so they're Giants fans as well. My Wonderful. nine-year-old just played football for the first time this year, and he's super, super into football for the first time in his life. Oh, how, how great he, is that, by the way, That when, it, when your it, kids it, love it, sports? A couple of the games we've watched together, it's it just been amazing, you know, him cheering along with me, us dancing when we score touchdowns and stuff. It's, you know. You know, you know what, truthfully, John, it, it, it's. I mean, I have a ton of great memories of my dad. It's, it's the one that like rings the truest is the time we spent, you know, in the den on Sundays watching football and watching the Giants. And you know, preseason games used to be on tape delay, and then be on like Channel Eleven at, at midnight. We'd stay up till three in the morning and watch the games. Like, I don't know. There's just so, there's a, an amazing father son sports bond that my dad and I had, and my kids and I have, and I'm, I'm just everyone that has it. It's so amazingly special but what do you have today you you have a conundrum on your hands don't you so that that same son robert has a birthday party he's going tomorrow at oh 4 30 in the afternoon no no he can't he can't he yes doesn't, i don't no yeah. no john he no he can't go well so 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 john john, john he, he can't he can't he here's the thing i can hear it from here he doesn't feel all that well right now <laughs> I mean, he just didn't play basketball, right? Now. He just got back from yeah, but he, he, overheat, he overheated. Now he has a massive headache, and, and I think you should. Here's what I would suggest to you. The next 24 to 48 hours, really keep a close eye on him. Give him some Tylenol. Keep him in the house, and don't let him leave the home. You can't let him go to the party. So, so you wouldn't recommend just DVR in the game and watching it together Never. at like 630? Never. No. Well, look, look, I mean, what, walk. <laughs> so do you have to go to the party? No, but I don't want to watch it without him. That, that's the problem. Yeah, I, I honestly, how close of a friend is this for him? It's it's not his best friend. No, the, I, and I'm and I'm being sincere when I say this. These people made an awful life decision. They scheduled their child's <laughs> birthday party at four thirty on a Sunday, and now the Giants are playing in that window. You you in January, yeah, in January. Yeah, so so you know the field's going to be playoffs regardless. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, John. The window was one o'clock today, one o'clock <laughs> till three. O'clock. No, I'm being serious. One o'clock till three o'clock today. Or how about John? How about Monday? Every kid is off from school. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, right? How about Monday? Yes. So they, they do it at 4.30 on Sunday. That's not your fault. And it's it, you do what you're going to do. My kid would not be going to that party. I'll tell you what I would do, though. Make sure you give a present. Maybe even increase the, the, you know, the, the gift that you're going to give. But he, he just he can't go. <laughs> I appreciate the advice. I'll go take his temperature now, and I'll see if I can bump it I'm up. Tell, I'm, before you even take it, John, <laughs> before you even take it, I'm telling you, he has, he has 100.4. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you, do me a favor. The, you got to break the three digits. Do me a favor. Call me back on Monday and let me know how it turns out. Okay. All right, John. All right, you got it, man. Have Thank a good weekend. You. Appreciate it. No, I mean, is this even a decision? Get out of my way on football Sundays. <laughs> out of my way. What kind of an animal? You know, so, so just people say, well, well you say this, but do you, do you preach this? Do I preach this? Ben's birthday is January 12th. 
Ben's bar mitzvah was supposed to be in January. I sat with the rabbi and explained to him, I'm sorry, rabbi. We're not having his bar mitzvah in January that's going to be impacted by the football playoffs. And anybody that does something like that, you you can do I'm not listen, you can do it. You're welcome to do it. But on the flip side, if I choose now to not attend the, the bar mitzvah, the, the birthday party, the whatever it is, don't don't blame me. That's on you now. That's on you. Arthur, Long Island. Good morning, Arthur. Good morning, Dave. Uh best of luck with whatever you're doing. And I'm just wondering, any shot for you to do a cameo or a cover for Dan? Because you make my Saturdays. During the week, I can listen in five, ten minutes. Uh, right. What do you mean? What do you mean do a cameo for Dan? What do you mean? Let's say if he if he can't cover, or can you come so in Dan, for an hour Dan, if or two? Dan, if Dan can't do the show, would I ever hop back in and do a Saturday morning is what you're saying? That's what I'm asking. Uh I would say you're not going to get a lot of that, but if management came to me and said, you know what, we'll figure out a way to, to compensate you and, and we'd love you to do one or two shows over the summer when you actually have time and you could do it, yeah, I would I would be willing to, to consider that, absolutely. Can you pop in once a month for an hour with him? Uh, no, no, I'm not I'm not doing it. I mean, listen, it's, and thanks for the call. Okay. It's, 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 oh, do you have, do you have, oh, he might have had something he wanted to say. It's not my show anymore. I'm giving it when the Giants are done. If you didn't hear when the Giants are done, I'm going to stop doing the Saturdays. So hopefully it's not this weekend. Hopefully it's not next weekend. Hopefully we do a show um, the second weekend of February because the Giants are in the Super Bowl. But whenever it is that they're done, I'm done. And Dan Grasso, who's terrific, is going to take over Saturday mornings. And you'll get me. It's not like you don't get me anymore. You get me from 6 to 10 every weekday morning with Rick. So you're going to get tons of me. But am I going to be popping in for an hour a month? Well, firstly, I don't know that that's what Dan wants. And secondly, no, I'm not. Even if Dan does want that, no, I'm I'm not doing that. Uh, 1-800-919-3776, my guy. And this, this is like, this is my foxhole guy, Fran in Massapequa. Good morning, Fran. Oh, man, Dave, what's up, baby? What's up, Fran? You couldn't be more right about the birthday party. You know, it's all it's it's, a, it's an I mean, honestly, it's a horrendous parental decision. Horrendous. My mom's is, my mom's is on a Monday, the 24th this month. And we told her, you know, moms love you. She's going to be 84. But, you know, we got football Sunday. So yeah. we're, we got, we're working out issues right now. Well, so you know what, Fran? I mean, like, I think brunch is a viable option. I think I think like a, sa- a, sa- a Saturday lunch can be lovely. But there's Absolutely. no way. I mean, there's no way you're doing a Sunday night dinner when the games are going on. No, you're not doing it. Absolutely, Dave. Your passion is 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 unmatched. I love it. I, I love it. I'm the same way about poker. I play poker all the time. Hold them, you know, tournaments and stuff. And I'm the same way. My passion because my sports team sucks, so I can't have it <laughs> for them. Right. And you know, unfortunately, so I I do that with poker, and people think I'm crazy because I tell them. One of the greatest poker players ever, uh, Stu Wunger, said, if, if you like losing, you're a friggin' loser. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. watched the Stu Wunger story with, with uh, Michael Imperioli playing Stu Wunger. I saw that. It was phenomenal. What, yeah, what a I, I enjoyed story. it. Uh, Dave, just quick, before I get to my point, a real story about Stu Wunger, you'll love it. He's in the World Series of Poker, okay? He's the chip leader. He goes up to his room, gets cocaine out of his mind. Never comes back to the tournament, 
and finishes in the money. I mean, he's a back-to-back champ. He won it three times. He came back after brutal cocaine addictions and rehabs and won the World Series of Poker. He was phenomenal. The Guy greatest. Was a listen, I am not a I am not a poker player, but I've also heard he was the greatest gin player in the history of that game as well. He was a he was an he was, absolute card prodigy, Fran. But let's six, not six, let's not six, spend six, our six, our yeah, waiting right, moments right. here together on a Saturday on, on Stu Unger, Fran. Understand? I love you, and I'm I'm not a giant hater, and I don't dislike the Giants, and I hope they win. But I just looking at reality. I looked at a lot of stats. Let me ask you a question: Defenses. Maybe the Giants got a dab of an edge. Yes or no? I think the Giants' defense is better than Minnesota's. Yes. Okay. Offenses. I think the the Vikings have a very big advantage. I, on I agree with that. I would agree with okay. that. So now, what I'm saying to you is this. I just think they're. I think the Vikings offense is going to show up 100% full bore. If they don't make any mistakes on defense and make a couple of plays, and the Giants, you know, you know, have a few, you know, bad plays and maybe a turnover or two, I just think David it could get out of hand if if no. they get points early. I don't love say you it, like Fran. a brother, I man. You're the man, Fran, Fran. Thank you. I love you. I don't. I do not see it. I do not see it. The The Giants play almost every game down to the wire, and the Vikings do the same. So this is going to be the one game when that's the recipe for both teams that's going to become a blowout. I don't see it. And, and yes, but, but, but stop with the, you know, because this unit is better than this unit. Now that te- this team is going to absolutely win. I don't believe it. I like the Giants' chances. Again, I won't be remotely shocked or surprised if the Giants don't win, but I like their chances tomorrow to win this game. 1-800-919-3776. Let's roll along, and then we say goodbye, hand it over to Anita, and get ready for Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend at that. Rothenberg with you, 9870 SPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. This portion of the Dave Rothenberg Show on 9870 ESPN brought to you by Slowman's. Slowman's Home Security is celebrating their 100th year anniversary. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME to protect your home and family. That's 100 years. I'm, I'm, I mean, Harv, I think we know. I'm not, there's no way I'm making 100, right? Why'd you say that for? I just Because I'm going to be 50 in less than two months. To think that I'm, I'm just hitting the halfway point now. What? Think of uh, the next 50 years of football you might see, my friend. I, I know. I know. And you could even see one of the locals win another Super Bowl in the next 50 years. But no. I mean, I, I don't, but I don't, want, I don't want to be one of those people. It's like, oh, did we visit Grandpa Dave? He's, he's in the home. He's drinking, you know, peas through a straw. I don't want to be that guy. I'm sorry, Rabbi. I'm, I, I don't want to be that guy. So if I'm, if I, if I'm fully functional, and it's like, what are you doing this week? I'm like, I'm watching football. Giants are on at one. Oh, okay. But if I'm anything less than what I am now, or at least you know within range of what I am now, I no, thank you. I'll I'll tap out. Thank you very much. I don't want any part of it. Any part of it. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Maria in Mawa. Good morning, Maria. How are you? Hello. Hi, Maria. Hi, Dave. I love you. And Rick, in the morning, love, love, love you. That's awesome. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, I think everything you say about not having birthday parties 
on football weekends is is so true. My daughter just turned 19. Okay. And um, her birthday was yesterday. And, uh, oh, my goodness, um, she we, we had to plan her parties around football every year. Like, we would do a Saturday at noon yeah. kind of party because that wouldn't affect it. And, Sophia, say hello. You're on the radio. Hi, Sophia. Happy Hi. birthday. <laughs> she, um, so I agree with you. I don't think you're crazy at all. Um, well, I might be crazy, I, Maria. I certainly might be. But you know what? I, and thanks for the call, and I, I think you're right. I'm steadfast in my take, is that you just you don't do these parties. You, we, this does not sneak up on us. We've known for forever that this weekend is Super Wild Card Weekend. So why in the world would you do anything from 4 o'clock today through tomorrow evening that's going to be anything non-football related? Anthony in the mail truck. Anthony. You're on 98.7. David. Anthony. I just want to say that I love you. <laughs> I'm not going to talk. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about what I said on the show the other day because I felt like it upset you. And I don't want to upset you on what may very well be your last show on Saturdays. Um, I don't think so, Anthony. I think you're going to get me next Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. Now, let me ask you this. I was just going to – yeah, go ahead. You're you're rooting for the Giants this weekend solely because of me. Dave, I texted my dad, and I said, Dad, we need the Giants to win this weekend. He said, why? He said, we hate the Giants. I said, yes, that is correct. I said, but for for me to call into the show next Saturday and for the Giants to win – I need the Giants to win so that Dave does his show next Saturday because if not, this will be the final show of his Saturday tenure. And I just wanted to say from the company, from everyone in that listens to you on ESPN Radio, we appreciate you. You're the best in the business. You pulled me over for my guy, Michael K. I'm a Yankee fan, Yankee diehard fan. I'm, I'm able to talk to the Yankees announcer, and you pull me away from him and I am like your third son. Well, so I appreciate you. that. And I wish I had a third child, Anthony. So, you know what? We'll take uh, applications on that now. Guys, have a great weekend. Rick and I back 6 o'clock Monday morning. I'll say it one final time. Go Giants on 98.7 ESPN. I'm sorry, Rabbi.